please note, the opinions and perspectives expressed on the following show are solely those of the host and their guest. These opinions and views do not reflect Ruckus Avenue Radio or Dash Radio. Listener discretion is advised. What's poppin', guys? It's your girl, Jyoti K. And this is Jyoti K. Uncut on Dash Radio Times Ruckus Avenue Radio. So, I have a friend in town. He goes by the name of King Sunny on Instagram, a.k.a. Sunny. What's up? Hey, Jyoti. What's up? What's up? I'm so he's visiting me all the way from New York, you guys. Yeah. Hey, West Coast. How's it going? West Coast, East Coast in the house. <laughs> um, I'm so glad you came out. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really wanted to come out. Um, you know, if... For the people that don't know, uh, Jyoti and I did a podcast on Jyoti K Uncut, episode three, I think. I'm going to Yeah, episode three, and it was like original. So it was when I originally started from my kitchen, living room. Mm-hmm. I had a mic, and my first podcast was, if you follow me, is Dick Pick. Second was I'm a hoe, and my third one was I'm a gay sick. So that was a great way to start my podcast. Right. Yeah, and <laughs> Sonny had actually hit me up, and he said he wanted to be on, and I took a look at his profile, and I was completely all on board with what he stands for. <laughs> it's okay if that felt. I was on board with all he stands for. So, Sonny, tell um, everyone a little bit about yourself briefly. So I'm a gay <clears throat> sick was my title, and in fact... You are a gay seek. <laughs> um, so about a year ago, I started um, my social media platform. Um, and it was basically on a whim because uh, me and my boyfriend were just sitting on a couch. And we were I was scrolling through Instagram, um, basically. And I was like, you know what? I really don't see anybody on social media that looks like me. Um, and when I say that, what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, I am a sick, a sick American. Um, but I also identify with the LGBTQ community. So all love to my queer brothers and sisters out there. All love. Um, and so, you know, I feel like being a sick and being the first generation, um, we're really boxed in and our parents like have all these expectations of us and what they want us to be and all these deadlines that we have to meet. 100%. Marriage, kids, so on. <clears throat> and so, you know, I feel like being a sick, it's like, obli- it's an obligation. Well, not really an obligation, but it's like your due duty to basically wear a turban and have the long beard and kind of identify the way that you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for a long time, like, I trust me, I love wearing my turban. I love wearing a crown. You know, I feel really confident in it. Um, and I like love our history and all that stuff, but you know, I'm a little different. I feel like I'm a little versatile. So when I say that I didn't see a lot of people that looked like me, what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, there's, there's a lot of different versions of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to wear my hair out like today. I like to be a little feminine. Um, I like to put on a fitted and rock some Jordans and be masculine. But then at the same time, I like to wear a turban and, you know, rock that out too. So seeing somebody on social media that kind of encompasses embodies all three of those traits um, is not there. It's not there. And so I feel like I'm a unicorn. Um, I feel like I'm someone that's really different. Um, And so when me and my boyfriend were sitting down, he basically was like, why don't you just do it yourself? And I was like, haha, yeah, you're funny. Yeah. Um, Only because I feel like I don't, I didn't like um, bring out that confidence or I, I felt like I wasn't, going to be able to bring out that vulnerability the way that I wanted it to come out. And so... Do you think it's because of being sick? 
Yeah, I think it's because of being Sikh and also I think it's because of like so many years of like being bullied and okay. kind of being made fun of. And so always being told that like, you know, I don't look good or, you know, like you're ugly or you're a faggot or, you know, you're a turbinator, you're a terrorist, like all these different horrible things that were being said. And so it kind of like breaks you down as a person. Of course. Um, and I'm sure a lot of our Sikh brothers and sisters can understand you as well. Um, and so, you know, it kind of like really breaks you down and. So when me and my boyfriend were talking, I was like, you know what? Whatever. Like, let me give it a try. Yeah, let's try this. And so Jael Perez, who is a great photographer, um, you guys can check him out on my Instagram handle, King Sunny B. Um, he kind of started me off. Mm-hmm. Um, we started working together. I'm, I'm a certified swimming instructor and lifeguard. So we used oh, to cool. work together. Yeah, we used to work together when we used to work on they the beach. Indians can't swim. Right. <laughs> this one can. I can save you. Oh, um, so he started photog- He started his photography and he was trying to, he was just starting out. And I was like, you know what? Like, let's do this. We started, we did, I did this one campaign with Turban Inc. in Aware Causes. Oh, I love Turban Inc. And those pictures kind of like went everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like the first time on social media where I kind of felt like, wow, like I'm, I have an, op- I have an opportunity where I can do something. And people are, are people are starting to engage with me. So let yeah. me do something, you know? Of course. And from there, I just started like, I started like mo- taking pictures, like just ad hoc on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I got signed to West Haven Management, Amazing. which was like crazy. And then I became a brand ambassador for 360 Magazine who are actually out here in LA. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try to uh, reach out to them hopefully while I'm here. Um, and, you know, then just like doing podcasts with you, I just want everyone to know that um, Jyoti has been one of my biggest supporters. Um, and <laughs> it's definitely from doing her first podcast that a lot of opportunities have started to come my way. And I just want people to realize that being someone who only has like a small platform right now um, and who's really working really hard tirelessly to um, gain that audience and that visibility, you know, there's a lot of South Asian influencers on Instagram and social media who I've been reaching out to and they haven't been showing the same amount of support. Like they don't even, they don't even, they'll read my message, but they they won't even respond back. And I feel like, you know, it's important that all the South Asian influencers kind of come together and we help each other out. And break um, barriers. That's yeah, and really we break important. and we break barriers. And I and I really want to thank you for, you know, having me come on this show. I literally called her <laughs> and I was like, listen, you got your own radio show. Like I totally need to be on it because I feel like it's something that is iconic. And I feel like there's nobody out here that is doing what we're doing. And I feel like we need to be the trailblazers, even if we don't get, even if I don't get recognized for it today in five years, 10 years, 15 years, maybe when I'm gone and there's another sick boy who's just like me and he's like, I need to do some stuff. And he, he researches my work and he's like, yo, like there's some, there was somebody out here that was doing it way before us, you know? I just want people to know that it's not even about me. It's so much bigger than me, bigger than you. It's about all the young, you know, queer sick but sick kids or south asian kids who literally have no one to look up to because that was my issue when i was growing up because yeah, and then you're like you start questioning yourself <clears throat> like is it me am i the problem is something wrong and like and it, it's not taught in our sick culture like you're just told it's this way or not that way you right. know what i mean and if, if if it's not that way then you're looked down upon and it's obviously not true you know what i mean and i'm and you i respect you because you live your truth and i'm sure it took you a long time to live your truth. Uh-huh. And um, I'm sure even if you don't have a lot large following or whatnot, I promise you there's somebody 
even if it's two, three, four, even Uh if you touch one person, like there's somebody out there right now that is looking up to you and is gaining that courage or has came out or has told something. Uh I I promise you there is somebody. Yeah. And I feel like that's where it matters because, because you're so right. There are those, I get those beautiful messages from my followers and people that like find me. And, you know, just recently I was, um, uh, a brand ambassador who walked with the fluid project in New York city for world pride. Oh, I saw that. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Me and D tranny bear. She's actually out here um, in LA too. So shout out to her. Um, right. And so, you know, just walking in world pride and people starting to recognize me and shout me out like, Hey, that's King sunny B. Like it was such a different experience for me because I've, I'm like, you know, we're kind of like sitting behind the scenes and sitting behind our phones and we're just like doing all this work. Yeah. But it's like when you actually go out there and people are like, oh, no, like I follow you. Like I was taking selfies with random people. It just was a completely different experience where it's like, wow, like my message is touching people. It's actually getting out there. And that's what's important. Like it's not about the fame. It's not about all that other stuff. It's literally about the message, because I feel like when everyone comes together and we put our voices together, it's definitely going to make such a movement and such a change, especially with the elder generation where our parents think that being gay is like this new Western thing. They like you think it's, yeah. yeah. Like they think like, you just woke up one day and you're like, right. Oh, today I'm just going to be gay. Right. I'm like, going to make my life mm-hmm. harder than it needs to be. And they don't understand that it's because like the way that they have raised us and the way that they have like, like the way that we think and we perceive things, like we're not able to go to them and talk to them confidently and tell them like how we feel deep down inside. No, not at all. But then when we become adults, it's like, you know what? I'm done living under like your rules. Like I need to tell you like who I am as a person because I can't live. Exactly. Yeah. And then they're like, what? Like, are you sure? Like, is this, are you sure you don't need medication or whatever? And I'm just like, like (laughs) something that could be solved with medication. Right. And so I just feel like, you know, it's more important not only for the upcoming generation, but even like the elder generation, like, you know, they need to realize that we're all the same. Like if we, if I choose to love a man and be with the man, there should be no problem with that because I'm not harming anyone. I'm not doing anything wrong. Love is love. Right. And the fact that because you cannot like think of that concept in your mind and be like, Oh, how is that normal? You know? And that's my goal. My goal is to normalize homosexuality within Sikki. It should be. Like, and that's the goal. It is the goal. And I think that's so important because I think we've talked about this. Actually, give me one moment. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. My recording is not recording. Sorry, guys. One second. You continue talking about it. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, I just, I want everyone to know that's like tuning in to um, this uh, radio station yeah. and our episode that, you know, just be true to who you are. And especially for the young boys and girls who identify with the LGBTQ community and the young boys and girls who are South Asian, who literally feel like they're being suffocated and isolated and they don't know what to do. You know, you just want to make sure that you receive this message that you are like needed, you are wanted, you are loved, you are appreciated. And, you know, we don't want anything to happen to you. There's a lot of messages that I get sometimes where I really break down where people are telling me, like, you know, they're suicidal, like they're really depressed. Like, like there was this one girl who I was going back and forth with for such a long time. And, you know, I was trying to help her the best that I can. And her parents, her she's from a Grisic family and she told them that she was a lesbian. And her parents were like, well, we're going to, you have to get out. Like you're out of the house. Right. And I don't get what that's going to solve. Nothing. It's, it's going to actually, it's actually more detrimental than it is like, um, repairable. And so it's like, 
okay, she's like, she's like, Sunny, like, do you know any resources, like, where I can go, who can help me? And, you know, it just so happens that I'm also a healthcare administrator. I have a master's in healthcare administration Amazing. from Hofstra University in New York City. Um, and I work for the Center for AIDS Research and Treatment out in Long Island, which is one of the largest HIV clinics that we have. Um, and we are also an LGBTQ clinic. So we do a lot of workshops and groups. We do a lot of, um, you know, we try to help people that are isolated because HIV positive patients are normally stigmatized and they're not, they're not able to get proper jobs and so on and so forth. Yeah, of course. So I, so through that work, I have the ability to tap into different resources in the tri-state area. So I was able to help this young woman, you know, reach out to a community-based organization in Jersey and get connected. And that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, like, there's so much. She's going to help somebody else. And she's going to help somebody else. And it's like a good cycle rather than kicking your kid out that you've raised for so many years because you're not familiar with what they believe in. Mm -hmm. Aren't you supposed to love your child unconditionally? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what real love is supposed to be? Just because something isn't as against your norm. Instead of uh, what I think I want to also add to that is you need to learn. If you think this is a new Western thing, whatever, at the end of the day, it's your child or someone else's child. Go learn, go educate yourself, Mm -hmm. ask them questions, be like, hey, so when did it happen? Like, I mean, they're going to ask you some weird questions and you're ready for it because you rather have them ask you questions rather than just completely disown you. Right. Because what? how are you supposed to be my parent, my my savior, my caretaker? And when I need you the most, when I don't know what's going on, you're going to just turn your back on me instead of helping me mm-hmm. realize what's going on. So I, I want to actually, whoever's listening, if you've ever had a thought like that, like you don't want to talk to somebody or you want to disown them or things like that. Well, how would you feel if you were going through something in your life and you were at a critical stage where you didn't know what the fuck was going on and you needed your parents or somebody the most and they turned their back on you? How would you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, like there's beliefs that we have that it's not even it doesn't have to be homosexuality. It could be something else. For example, like I don't think anything's wrong with sex. I don't right. think losing your virginity is wrong. <clears throat> Are my parents going to uh, like I mean, I, my mom probably knows by now. She reads some of this to my podcast. But if my mom was to turn her back on me and be like, get the fuck out of my house because you lost your virginity, I would be like detrimental. Like I would be yeah. like petrified, you know, and I would be like, well, why don't you ask me what happened? Like you never had the sex talk with me. Like, I don't know what to do. He told mm-hmm. me he loved me. You know, like, so it's it's really important. I think South Asian people need to start talking to their kids more mm-hmm. rather than hiding everything under a rug. Because I always use this. I don't know if this is considered a metaphor or whatever the hell. But I say you can always put so much under a rug until it starts showing. Mm-hmm. You put like this much under a rug, this much under a rug, this much. Okay, the rug is big now. We know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's time to clean the fucking rug and figure out your solution. Right. So... Um, I definitely like someone like I was talking to Sunny back in January and I remember that like someone was coming down at me for supporting people that are gay and then they try to hit me with what would you do if your son was gay right and I'm like oh my god I remember that yeah and I'm like okay like what do you what do you want me to (laughs) what what and then he's like oh so what would you do I would one again ask the same question that every parent asked their kid are you sure yeah how do you know Mm mm-hmm when did this happen? Like, I like, you know what I mean? Like, ask the right questions because there's no right or wrong at that point because we're not prepared. Like, we're not. But you should also, like, be aware of the signs from the early stages 100%. of that child. Yeah. If- like, for me, for example, like, 
my mom, I know she remembers that time where I wore like all of her jewelry and her makeup and I walked down with her high heels and she looked at me, I was like four or five years old. She looked at me like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? And it's but like, she knew. That's what I'm saying. And then like, then when I came out to her, she was like, oh my God, like how, like, I don't understand. And I'm just like, mom, how you did you not, not know? know? Yeah. Like I've seen a scene at Power. Was it the show Power? Where the kid, the Jesse Smollett, the one that uh-huh. like um, the whole scandal happened. There's a scene actually, because he turned out to be gay and he was a less loved child. Mm-hmm. And they do a flashback, same thing. He's wearing heels, he's doing things like that. Yeah. And he beat the shit out of his son and right. threw him in the trash can. Right, I remember that. Yeah, episode. and that's actually, I feel like, I'm sure that came from somewhere mm-hmm. because that's a reality because the father is cannot accept, because gays look, look so down upon, cannot accept that, oh my God, like, this can't happen. You have to be a man. You have to do this. Da, da, da. Your kid doesn't have to do anything. You birthed a child and the kid is just living. Exactly. You know, that there's nothing. If anything... The kid has their own destiny to fulfill. Yeah. You are already fulfilling your destiny. You are. And your duty is you conceived this child. Now figure it the fuck out. Exactly. Like, figure it out. And that's what angers me. So when this person asked me this question, like, da-da-da, this and that, it's not in Sikhi, this and that. Oh, if it was my kid, I would throw it in the trash can. How are you going to throw religion, Sikhi, the most most peaceful religion, and act like you're a true religious person and say you throw your child away? That doesn't make no sense It makes me. no sense. Because you know what, Jyoti, it's not Sikhi. It's the society and the it's culture. Society. It is. People need to understand the delineation between Sikhi, the religion, mm-hmm. and then Sikhi, the culture and society. Yeah. A lot of these rules and regulations that are being thrown onto us first generation kids, it's because our parents feel like we have to fulfill this like prophecy or something that other people need to make sure that, oh, my kid is like well-educated, married, has a whole bunch of children and they're doing the right thing because that supposedly is the right way to That's live. That's the Indian dream. And if you never, yeah. if you don't go about that way, then something is wrong with you. 100%. You know what I mean? Exactly. But there's nothing wrong with you because we all have our own path to live. We do. As for like, I was talking with you about my dad's, I'm sorry yeah. I compare everything, but exactly. it's like, it's because they're two different stories, <laughs> but it's the same shit. Right. So like my dad was addicted to drugs. They talked about this really hard for me but I was looked down upon something that was out of my control mm-hmm. just like you know being gay I feel like people are like oh it's a choice no 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 you didn't wake up one day mm-hmm. we talked about this you really think that Sunny woke up one day and wanted to flip it on everybody and just yeah. be like let me fucking make my life hard exactly and it shouldn't be feel that way where you think your life is gonna be hard but I, that's actually what happens it, and does. it becomes hard and it does and it's like because you're not educating yourself and you think life is supposed to be a certain way now you're making somebody's life harder and now this person's gonna try to live a fake reality then they're gonna bring and you wanna make this like false reality then this person might marry a woman now you're gonna ruin the woman's life now you're gonna ruin the kid's life so it's like a cycle so why don't you solve it before it gets that further mm-hmm. or you're gonna disown your child and now you're missing your kid but you're like oh it's a, he's a disgrace she's a disgrace right. what are you talking about you're a disgrace to humanity for wanting to disown your child for being themselves right so i get like so passionate about this no, totally. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I get it i totally get I do. it and because you know like even like the way that your dad was addicted to drugs like my dad left my mom and so my mom had already lost her first husband and then she got remarried and you know she had me with her second husband and then you know, having a nine-year-old son and then your husband walking out on you and basically leaving you with nothing, you know, we were looked down upon a lot in New York. You know, we were, my dad was a pres- was the secretary of the Gurdwara at one time. 
So mm-hmm. we were like really well known in the community. Yeah. And everywhere we would go, people would be like, you know, whispering, murmuring under their breath. And that's why I give they so much credit. Downfall. Exactly. But that's why I give so much credit to my mother. Like people like my friends will be like you know like you're so mean to your mom or you're like this or whatever but my mom knows deep down inside like how much respect and credit i have for her like she is a fucking super woman like she is like the phoenix that rises from the ashes and she's done it like so many times yeah and she's doing it now having she's still here having an openly gay son who's like out here on social media like making a platform showing visibility and awareness i'm sure that's hard for her to to swallow right but she understands that it's important to do so because she's she's also a teacher by profession and she knows that she no other child should feel the way that I felt and I think now that I'm coming into my own I'm being more authentic and I'm bringing her into my life it's actually creating a much more beautiful relationship with each other because she's able to understand me a little bit better you know what I mean Mm -hmm. even like coming out here she was like yeah like that's amazing you know like she was so excited by your side she's trying to understand yeah and she wants not anyone else to go through what you had to go exactly through. and she's trying to educate herself what a yeah. real like family member friend or anyone should do mm-hmm. um actually let's take a quick break really quick and we'll be right back okay, we'll be right back hi this is sana khan and you can check out ruckusavenueradio.com for more information and for the latest on station programming and more all right, guys, we're back. And yeah, so we have Sunny with us, King Sunny B on Instagram. We were talking about how um, growing up in a state community, how hard it was for Sunny to, you know, come out and be comfortable and be comfortable in his skin and how all these positive messages that he's getting, it shows him that what he's doing is, you know, making a difference. And that's what we were talking about and how his mother is so supportive and now we're actually going to talk about, so since um, we, were just, we just mentioned that Sunny had uh, filmed with me um, when Skyped with me when I had barely started with the can cut, Hella Ghetto, it's a little microphone in my kitchen <laughs> and it was great, but um, he got, he said that he, you know, got a lot positive feedback uh-huh. and I wanted you to talk about the, a lot of positive feedback. What, what changed for you and even negative stuff? Let me know. Um, so ever since we did the podcast episode three back in January, um, and it was really like ad hoc. It was kind of like yeah. through webcam. I was I looked hella busted. <laughs> um, and I did too. I had no makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you didn't have any makeup on. I was on. like, "What's up?" Like, I- "What's up?" Um, but. You know, like that podcast, I think because that episode, because it was so raw and it was so real, it like touched a lot of people. And I got a lot. I know you told me you got like a lot of um, listeners on that episode. And I got a lot of people that started DMing me and like sending me messages from like um, the Bay Area, from Canada, um, even like New York. A lot of people from like New Zealand. I don't even know six were living in New Zealand. I know, dude. Um, I have a big following in New Zealand yeah. in Australia. Yeah, is that like a thing? It's because a thing. there's like a lot of six that like hit me up from New Zealand. There. Yeah, there yeah. are. I'm like, yo, fly me out. I know. Um, <laughs> fly and, me out. Um, and so uh, basically, after we did our podcast together, um, I st- I got an opportunity to do it with, with Renu Dillon, who's also based yeah, out of I love here. Renu. Um, on Radio Zindagi, mm-hmm. which was really awesome. Um, and then I also got an opp- opportunity to do a podcast with Sandeep Morrison, who's also out based out of Dash Radio, um, episode 13, Pride and Prejudice. And, um, you know, 
like I was able to write some articles. I was able to have an article written about me from someone in India and they published it in the first LGBTQ Indian magazine. There's a lot of LGBTQ people out in India. Yeah, they are. And they just had their first Pride in Amritsar. I know, I saw that. Yeah, That's and amazing. shout out to them because they also followed me and, you know, they're like super supportive and they actually like want me to come out there and do some fun stuff. India's more ahead than people out here. That's what I don't, like it's crazy, right? It's, yeah, it's they're more progressive out there. You know what it is though? I think... Our people come out here with that mentality. Right. And they just stick to it because mm -hmm. we're in a different foreign country. Mm -hmm. And, and they like, feel like we need to hold, hold that. To, yeah. Yep. This is what it is. And this is what <clears throat> we cannot. But in India, meanwhile, they're like progressive as shit out yeah. there. Like, you know what I mean? Amritsar. Exactly. The, where all the gurdwaras, everything are. And you, out there, they're, um, you know, celebrating it openly. You in the United States of America and Canada and other, like, really? Right. Yeah, that, that really, that really angers me. Sorry. It was <laughs> like, but I think it's so amazing because like the conversations are happening. They are happening. The movement is happening. People are getting on board. It's taking time, but we're getting there. And the whole point. A lot of good things take time. A lot of good things take time. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, even like um, coming out here and doing this with you, like that's been another opportunity. And now I'm like, and also I'm getting like so many gigs with like doing photo shoots and stuff and having a lot of brands send me some. They're really risque photo shoots, but I love them. I know some really risque yeah, photo they're shoots. Risque. You guys need to check out Kinks I need to be on Instagram. They're risque, but I love them. I like. Yeah. I love it because I'm really my mom had like a heart attack when she saw me with that banana. I was about to say the banana one. I was like, oh, Lord. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I but love the it. Thing, but the thing is, is that the, the photographer that I worked with, his name is Warren Peace. And um, he literally pushes the envelope like he's all about risque photography. That's what and encompassing like the uh, encompassing sexuality of like a gay man. And so he really wanted to bring something to light. Like he knew, he knows that I like, I don't really like to show my skin that much, mm -hmm. even though people be telling me that they want to see that, but I'm just like, it's going to take some time. But, that. um, you know, I thought that the banana hole, that whole concept was so dope. And I thought it was dope. people like paper magazine needs to like, watch out. That was such a paper magazine shoe. It definitely it was. was I was paper. really trying to channel some Nikki inside of me and some Kim Kardashian. Honestly, I've been a little risque lately on my Instagram as well. Yeah. Because like, that's just who I am as a person. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I used to be, not that I'm not a modest person. Like I'm still not that comfortable to where like, it's just ass shots. Like yeah. I'm doing like, <laughs> like I'm doing like, you know, like peekaboo. There's, there's something there. Right. But you know, you got to be with me to see all that. You right. Know? Exactly. So, but I do risque because like, that's who I am. That's who you are. Mm -hmm. We're risque people. We're doing things that people want to do, mm -hmm. are thinking about doing, and we're doing it to encourage you to do the same. Exactly. Live your reality because I think Instagram is so fabricated, right? And even with me, like I'm not happy 24 seven. Like mm -hmm. I've been in my moods. I'm depressed sometimes. And people are like, how do you stay so happy? I'm like, I'm not always happy. You, but they're, that's okay. You're human, right? right? But it's so fabricated. And I feel like if we have a platform, which you are, you're building your platform, even like 1000 people, 5,000, 50,000, whatever, right? right? Somebody is paying attention to you. Right. And if this, you live your reality, that shines through being fake any day. Exactly. Yeah, like when you're hiding being gay, people start ridiculing, like, we know you're gay. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, okay, I'm gay. And now they're like, you're gay. Right. So it's like, bitch, I'd rather live my reality than mm -hmm. fucking hide it. Yeah. So... Um, it's really annoying. It's really annoying. And I uh, commend you for pushing the boundaries because I'm like, oh, Sunny, okay. Like, you know, like, yeah, I love it. And, and you know, like, that gets me to my next point is that people are literally sleeping on me. And I feel like I, I like, annoy everyone when I say this because I say it on every 
interview that I do, but it's like I I try to reach out to my counterparts that are with that are sick and they're they have a platform and they're doing amazing work. I reach out to like all these other great organizations and brands and stuff like that. And it's like, they see the work on my page. Like I, I get the appreciation. People will be like, Oh, this is dope. This is awesome. But then when it comes down to collaborating, they're like, Oh, well, we don't know like how to work with you. Like, we don't know like what concept will work. And I'm just like, you guys are so like, they're not thinking outside the box. They're not. And, and they're scared. And they're scared because they know that I have a voice. And I feel like a lot of people are intimidated by that because I, they're I like, they're Oh, scared 100%. and you know what it is? They should be scared because yeah. for a long time I was scared. I was in fear. I was, I lost out so much time in being able to be my true self mm-hmm. that now I'm making up for all that lost time. Good. And you know you, what I mean? And, 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 and me and Jyoti were actually talking about something earlier this morning and I was telling her like you know just recently about three people that used to like make so much fun of me in like high school Mm -hmm. and junior high school and they used to like one of the guys even spit on my face right and I really hope he's listening to this um and he his eyes are like like opening up popping out of his bulging out of his head but um those same people were in my dms apologizing to me and telling and being like, I'm so sorry that we didn't understand you when you were younger. I'm so sorry that we didn't get it. But, you know, we like totally support what we're what you're doing. We totally like love your page and everything that you're doing and everything you stand for. And it's like, that's great. That's totally great that you do. But I had to let them know that I will never forgive okay. you. You won't forget. Yeah. yeah but, but the thing is, like, you spit on my face. I, I, as a, as I preach a lot, forgive, don't forget. But if somebody like, I'm sure that. Like that's you like, wanna, like it's disgusting. Did it make you think like suicidal thoughts? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I know that we were I had sh- a lot of suicidal thoughts, which is why like I can I give a lot of credit to my mom because I really don't feel like I would be here today if it wasn't for her because she really like has raised me to be really spiritual and just be really like in tune to Good Barney and like anytime you feel but Another thing people don't know, the people that are saying shit to you, sorry for cutting you off. Right. They probably aren't they probably don't even know one sentence in the Gurbani. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not yeah. one sentence, but they're they're throwing their ignorance and them being horrible human beings and throwing the name Sikhi on it. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of people that wear like bugs and have Dardi and stuff, like they don't even know like Nitanam or Radas or Ardas. No. But like I know like so much Bart and like you know, like I grew up in Gurmit camp. And so I feel like because my mom raised me to be a Sikh and teach me like Gurbani's teachings, I feel like that really humbled me and it really like would like calm me down when I would feel really stressed. Like we have a Bob Budgie's room in our house. Mm-hmm. Anytime I felt overwhelmed or I felt scared to go to school, I literally used to like go up there, cry, do matatek and be like, all right, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be fine. Up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like Vaiguru also plays a big part, which is why I know that what I am doing is exactly what he wants me to do. Because I truly believe that I have this enlightenment, not to be cocky or anything, but I truly believe that I have this enlightenment that there's a reason why he put me on this earth. And I think this is the reason. And it is important for me to bring this awareness to everyone around this nation and um you know this beautiful girl if, if you check her out on my page she wrote this beautiful article about me and it really sometimes it still makes me feel a little uncomfortable because you know people say that i'm an inspiration or like you know i'm like a trailblazer like i have so much more work to do i have so many more things to do but you know if that's what people like believe and they think of me that way 
I love it. And I, and I hope that, you know, the same way that, you know, cause I also have my off days where I feel like ugly. I don't feel confident. You know, you'll see my pictures and you'll be like, damn, he's like totally feeling himself. But there are yeah. days where we all have that. And so, time. you know, it's just like, I, I just want people to know that you can, I just want my page to be a safe space. So everything that I post on there, it's normally all LGBTQ material and all sick material and basically how to, how I'm interlinking it. And I just want any like gay person, trans person, non-binary person, you know, they can come to my page and they can feel like, okay, we can have a conversation here and no one is going to like criticize us, judge us, harass us because I make it clear. Like if you want to leave disgusting, discriminatory comments on my page, you will either one get blocked, reported and that's it. And, And it's really strong. I don't play that. Because my page is supposed to be a safe space. It's not supposed to be anywhere where I don't want nobody being told this, that, or whatever. You either come there with positivity or you don't come at all. And um, I want to actually touch base on that. That even though all those negative comments, if like whoever's out there who might be gay or might be different or whatever, always think about the positive because that's what you're doing it for. There's always all these negative people for 99% of the time they're doing it from a fake profile. They would never say it to your face. I I can guarantee you that. I have people say things like that to me, derogatory things. And I'll have like a hundred nice comments and I'll get those two mean ones and I'm like burning inside. I know, right? And you're just like, you fucking bitch, you never say that to my face. I know. You're burning. But like, but then I start reading those beautiful messages that you get. Like when I did the addiction podcast, it took a lot in me to do it because I remember the first time I start off that podcast with a, a note that I wrote to myself to mm-hmm. make myself feel better because I was having suicidal thoughts as well. And I sent it to my friend. Um, she's Indian. And I, I sent it to her and she said she almost started crying. But she said, don't post it. Don't write it or anything because I don't I don't think you're ready for that. Or it's I don't think people need to know that. Right. And I was like, okay, I guess she's right, you know. As I've gotten older, the more I've been through things, the more you learn about yourself, you're like, you know what, fuck you. Like, this right. is my truth. There's people talking shit about me, people talking shit about my mom. Let me tell you my side of the story, so at least you have two sides to pick from. Right. And if you still pick the other side, that's on you, but this is what I'm telling you, and right. this is what it is. Yeah. So as for your truth, so it's like you're giving your truth and there's going to be people that you're not going to be for everyone. Right. It is what it is. Exactly. We are not for everybody. Mm-hmm. But the people that you are for, do it for them mm-hmm. and you are doing it for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I commend you on. That's what keeps me going every day because not everybody may like me, but those five, six, eight, fifty thousand 50,000 uh, people right. that might like me, um, thank you because right. you like me for me. And thank you so much for that. And just like you should be happy that they like you for you. The one that doesn't like you, fuck you, block, bye. I bet you, you can't ever live your own reality. And sometimes those people are just mad because you're doing what they can't do. Mm-hmm. It could be somebody that's gay for all you know. Yeah. So all you can do is pray for them that I hope you find, seek the help internally or whatever that you need mm-hmm. because I'm way better than you. Exactly. And um, anyway, so getting you off the serious part, tell me some funny things that you received. So we were talking about, <laughs> me and Sunny were talking about this. So podcast number two, one that I ever had was called dick pic. Right. And people were always like, what are you posting to like, like want people to send you dick pics? Like I was on the Steve Harvey show and I asked him a question as well. And I was like, dude, I get dick pics. Like, why do I get them? Even Steve Harvey was like, what are you posting? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why does it have to be I'm posting something? Like, you don't think it's weird that people just think they should send their penises to you? I think it's really weird. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. So tell me some <laughs> funny comments. <laughs> people how does um, that work well you know what's really funny is is that like normally 
I'm sorry. Like, it's really funny. It's so but, funny. But, like, when I started the social media uh, platform, I really wasn't getting, like, a lot of, like, weird DMs. Yeah. I was more so getting, like, you know, like, a lot of disgust, nasty, like, horrible ones, like, criticizing me. Or it was, like, basically, like, so beautiful that, like, people were just, like, in love with me. And I was, like, I needed yeah, to. Yeah, it's either right. one section. But then side, when I started posting, like, recently, like, the photo shoot that I did with the banana and, like, <laughs> just, like, and, you know, just a little, like, because I'm kind of pushing the en- envelope and breaking the barriers. Like, Jyoti, when I tell you that my DM went when my DM went from like literally went from like about like from I don't even know like 35 to like about 85 messages and I'm like what the hell like what's going on and I like open it and it's like oh my god there were so many penis pictures in my DMs oh my god and it was like some of them were not even like nice like they looked so gross I don't think no offense penises are that good looking I Um, don't personally no I mean I feel like some penises are really good looking (laughs) um they really are, but it just like it depends. Well, I mean, like, I have unwanted a specific penis type. pictures. To me, are never like I don't think there's anything great about them. I'm like, okay, so like my whole question is, so what? What was the point of your penis? That's what I don't understand. Like, what was the whole point of you Did sending you me that, like, see mine? Like, <laughs> like is that what it is? Like, I don't get it. You know, I I really don't understand. Yeah, I know. Um, but we're gonna have to wrap this up. Give me one moment. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Natasha Chandel, and you can check out ruckusavenueradio.com for more information and for the latest on station programming and more. All right, guys, we're back from our break. Um, so we were just talking to Sunny about, well, it was just kind of been all over the place, but the last thing we talked about is that I'm not the only one who receives these penis pictures, so does Sunny. Yeah. And it's like, it's just like the thing, like, people think we're asking for it just because we're sexy. It's like, no, we're not asking for it. If we want to see your penis we will let you know right and he feels the same way so it's not just me and you know what's really funny it's like i don't even know if a lot of those guys are even gay they just want you to see their penis maybe they want you to get aroused maybe they're like on the low and they're like thinking like oh he's gay and he's out there like maybe we can like like do something with him but i like i like because some of them they have like blank profile pictures like their default maybe they're like undercover about it it has have indian people ever seen dick pics don't lie have they sent me dick pics? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's actually a couple of sick guys, S-I-K-H, like from our real culture, um, that are like really, they're really thirsty on Instagram. So it's not just with women. No, it's FYI, not just with women. guys. It's with gay guys too, guys. <laughs> All right, well, to wrap this up, I really, um, the main reason that I... I'm glad you came on and I know as you you have came on. So let us know what steps you are wanting to take, willing to take, mm-hmm. or trying to take to bring awareness in the South Asian community about, um, L- I always, LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. I did it, right? Right. Community. So, uh, yeah, let us know. I would love to hear it. I would love um, for other people to hear. Maybe there's people that want to jump on board, support right. you, or mm-hmm. however. Um, so, throughout my life, being sick and gay and a product of a broken home has always proven to be an obstacle from time to time, right? So, mm-hmm. now I'm fully embracing them as my superpowers and I hope that young LGBTQ individuals notice that um, and brighten that light within themselves and how much potential they have. And so in order for me to incorporate the South Asian community and the LGBTQ community, I actually got a really great opportunity that's coming up in a couple of weeks to speak at um, 
uh, a Sikh Youth Association event, a turban tying event that's happening on August 3rd in Seattle, Washington. Amazing. Um, and they're actually getting... Um, uh, they're actually getting an honorary uh they're honoring they're making turbentine day uh a, they're doing a proclamation that it, august 3rd will be turbentine day every year right and the mayor is going to be there legislators are going to be there local local politicians and so that's a huge thing for me because uh, everything that i've been doing so far um it hasn't been really been catering to the sick community it's been so yeah. more so like the south asian community as a whole uh-huh. right and so i think that that within in itself is something that's going to be really powerful and the theme is hate crimes so i feel like hate crimes happen to sick people all the time because we get confused for muslims and terrorists yeah, and this, th- this or that especially. after 9 11 and it happens to gay men and women right it happens all the time gay bashing is a thing sodomizing is a thing and it happens to us the trans women of color transgender women of color they're dying it's an epidemic they're being killed like we had 12 trans women that were killed in just 2019 and we're only in july like that is a problem why is that not why is there no solution that's being done for that you know like they also belong they also need to be existing right Mm -hmm. so these are things that we need to think about and we need to like make sure that we're doing the proper steps and channels to make sure that everyone has equal rights right and at the same time you know i talk about this a lot but the equality act the equality act that was just passed by the house of judiciary committee sorry i can't talk today for some reason i still can't say lgbtq so you're right um (laughs) so that was passed but at the same time this administration doesn't want to doesn't want to uh, approve it and it's like why there are still states in this country where people that identify with the lgbtq community can be fired just for being gay That's- for no reason they can just be let go of their job there's no job protection for you yeah. so you have to hide who you are and work in a, and work in the same space as your counterparts yeah. what kind of bullshit is that you know, stupid. it's um, almost like racism, low key. If you think about it, I mean, well, you know, he we do have a racist in chief, you know, oh, who, who's telling who's telling four congresswomen to go to back go to back their home, go back to when they're literally American citizens. I, I can go on about that. Shirt yeah, let's not even anything. let's not even yeah, let's like not, that no there. bad energy with right. that guy. But wow. I just I just want I just want everyone to know because I do know that we have to wrap up. I just want all of my young uh queer South Asian gays and uh bisexuals, lesbians, trans, all of you, you know, even if you're not South Asian, I just want you to know that, you know, you are beautiful, you are needed, you are wanted and you belong. And if anything, I really hope that my Instagram handle provides a safe space for conversation and hopefulness for others. Um, if anyone has thoughts of suicide or severe depression, I really want you guys to reach out to me at, at King Sunny B. I have the resources to connect you to safe spaces who are understanding and loving towards your identity and sexuality. Um, and I hope my story inspires others to share theirs. So spread love and be kind to one another because now is the time we need it the most. And, you know, I know pride is over, but pride is every day. So I want to make sure that I say happy pride to all of you because I haven't been able to say that. Uh, be proud of who you are every day and help others to reach that same self-love if they don't already see it. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. I like that you wrote that down because sometimes when you're in the moment, you forget to say things. Right. And um, that's really important. I should probably write down things, but I never do. Um, that was so beautiful. And I think what's more... the the most important thing about this whole show and us talking is we are all human at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. We are all human. So before you bring in culture, 
your beliefs and things like that. Think about, is this something you want to do to your own people? Because right. we are all human at the end of the day. Killing people, hate crimes, things like that. That's inhumane. It's not, it's not nice. You wouldn't want that done to your own. You don't, mm -hmm. you don't realize these things until something bad happens. So we should prevent bad things from happening. You know what I mean? We should yeah. educate ourselves. Just you should listen to Sunny. Listen to his side. Listen to my first podcast because that was that was a very long one and it was really in depth. This we're touching the main points. Um, we definitely progressed since January, and mm -hmm. I'm really happy with that. And you're going to continue progressing. Thank you have you. my support. You have so many other people's support. Like the Turban Day, that's such that's amazing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? People reaching out to you and telling you that you've helped them or mm -hmm. or people that even think that they can reach out to you. Sometimes people just need an ear to listen. I know. And, and that don't have anybody. Exactly. And that within itself, like the fact that they even find me, like they see me and they're like, yo, I can reach out to him and I can ask him like how he can help me. Like that within itself is so powerful. And you do. And that's the best part about it. And mm -hmm. like you were telling me how you've reached out to people that read your request and don't want to work with you. I think they're still working on it if they are okay with that belief. Yeah. They might like your pictures and support you on the outside. But yeah. I think when it comes deep down into it. Yeah. They're like, oh, can I, will life, I feel like it's also like really like um, self internalizing yeah. because I feel like some people will be like, oh, well, do I want to share that on my Instagram page? Like, do I want to share like another, like a queer sick person on yeah. my Instagram what page? What are my, me? what are they going to say about me? And that's the problem. Like the problem is, is that about. you have to, you have to encompass everyone. You do. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I think that's exactly what it is because, um, but it's okay. You can keep sleeping on me, but don't worry. Your eyes will be wide awake one day when you see me on a billboard near you yep uh, that put it in the air he will be on a billboard near me mm -hmm. near you and out magazine him. i know i know you guys are based out of los angeles just know that i will be on the cover of out magazine one day that is one of my goals and, and i'm will. gonna make sure that that happens manifest that baby i'm gonna manifest that shit like no tomorrow no tomorrow and then when i get even bigger you're gonna be on that show and we're gonna go we're gonna go up together baby yeah and thank you so much for your support jyoti like i literally wanted to come out here in person and do this and not just like call in because i feel like it will be so much more powerful for our listeners and our followers and also i feel like it's something that is very iconic that we're doing and no one else is doing it and we're out here breaking barriers and if we don't get that appreciation and self and like that love from everyone at least i know that i'm doing something that whoever is tuning into our instagram they're gonna be like oh shit like this is helping me and that's what matters and that's what matters and that's what we're doing it for um people out there like i, I had people be like you're just trying to do this for clout what no. clout are we trying to do it for just because someone is living their truth and we are supported people and i try to understand mm -hmm. what the other person is going through because i'm trying to be progressive because you're trying to be progressive because we are sitting thinking outside the box and looking at reality right. as was it what it is okay so sunny's gay you don't if there's one person there's 500 behind that person right. 5000 behind that person nobody just wakes up one day and decides to be different right. and if india is out there progressing your dumb asses that are in these little in the united states of america canada whatever it's time yeah it's time, it's time. It's i need time. you guys to wake up yeah we need you to wake up we there, need you to be there's way too much work that needs to be done people don't understand there's way too many little kids that are killing themselves being bullied being harassed like yeah, it's bullying this could be this could be like our child like this could be 100%. like our friend's child our sister or brother's child that's gay and being harassed like you people don't walk in other people's footsteps that's the problem they don't show empathy until it happens to them until it happens to them they're like oh shit 
Oh, and then they throw and then sometimes people throw empathy when it's too late. So please don't wait till it's too late. Right. Please educate yourselves. If you don't know, ask questions like mm-hmm. I'm sure you're not going to be like offended. We would rather have somebody ask you a question mm-hmm. than just throw out random remarks or yeah. Yeah, random things that they think about. I mean, I've I've been kind of like beaten down a little bit by some people when they ask me certain questions. And because I get so passionate about my response, it kind of comes off like negatively. But yeah. I, but it's like. You cannot tell me that a transgender person is the same thing as a crossdresser because if you say that to me, like I will literally tell you about yourself. Like you can't go in front of a transgender person and be like, "Oh, hey, you're a crossdresser." Like that's so insulting. Yeah. And so there was a Sikh person that asked me that question. I'm trying to educate him, and because I was getting passionate about it, he was like, "I don't understand why you're getting so defensive. I don't understand why this is like affecting oh, you so everything much." Everything is an attack to these people at the end. Of like the day, I yeah. cannot take it. Like it's just so. It's just like. You literally need to understand that the LGBTQ movement was the same movement like civil rights back in the day, the women's suffrage movement, like it all intertwines together, you know? And the thing, the only difference is that women, people of color, white people, like all ethnicities are encompassed in LGBTQ, which is why I feel like the movement has transcended so far ahead than like the, the Black Lives Matter and women's suffrage and stuff like that. But it's also because everyone is coming together. So just please educate yourself. Please keep yourself aware. You know, if you have a gay friend, a gay brother, a gay sister, hug them, kiss them, tell them that they're loved because you don't know what's happening to them internally. And then vice versa for that gay friend who has a straight friend who's going through something like if their parent isn't going through addiction, hug them, kiss them, tell them that you're there. That's all. That's what it's all about. You know, it's all getting kissed and love and being there for someone. Um, thank you again, Sunny, for being here. Uh, once again, let them know your Instagram handle. And Yeah, guys, you can follow me at King Sunny B. Um, I post some really raunchy things. Yeah. So I really hope you guys like it. Um, Sunny means the best. Like, yeah. And like- it's, a, it's, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. You know, traveling and doing a lot of dope projects has been a lot of fun. But it's more about the, the work than it is about the fun. So I really hope that you guys learn from my page. I hope you're educated by it. If you don't know what it means to be gay, if you don't know what LGBTQ means, follow me. I'll teach you. All right. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Once again, this is Jyoti Kanka on Dash Radio Times, Ruckus Avenue Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Message me. Tell me if you loved it, if you hated it, if you hate me, it's fine. (laughs) But keep listening. All right. Thanks, guys. Keep listening. Tell me where you been at Ten look at the Vela Beta Fira Tell me where you been at Then love all of my get a fira Tell me where you been Oh Tell me where you been Tell me where you been Tell me where you been Oh Body there I need a Sitariana Laliani Yaria Photo Tiritaneo Telaia Give me the Satino Bitia Josaria Arivelia de Tiria Otino Milene no Telebarata Paritato Bilonere Natumave Pete Caritene Hone Medesa Nibasetere Hone Dia Nindera Natere Benehondia Tell me where you've been at 
ਜੀ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਛੱਡ ਦੇਵੀਂ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਛੋਟ ਵੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਨਾਮ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਤੇਰਾ ਤੇ ਜਿਸ ਤੂੰ ਗੋਤ ਵੇ ਜੇਨਾ ਜੱਚੀ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਛੱਡ ਦੇਵੀਂ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਛੋਟ ਵੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਨਾਮ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਤੇਰਾ ਜਿਸ ਤੂੰ ਗੋਤ ਵੇ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਪਤਾ ਏ ਤੇਰੇ ਅੱਗੇ ਵਿੱਚੇ ਬੋਤ ਵੇ ਪਰ ਤੇਰੀ ਮੇਰੀ ਜੋੜੀ ਖੜ ਦੇ ਕੁੱਟੀ ਡੋਟ ਵੇ ਦੇਖੀ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੇ ਕੱਪਲੇ ਪਹੁਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਖੜਕੇ ਤਾਂ ਦੇਖੀ ਕਿੰਨੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਆਪਾਂ ਦੋਨੋਂ ਜਾਣੇ ਇਕੱਠੇ ਕਿੰਨੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਵੇ ਨਾਲ ਖੜਕੇ ਤਾਂ ਦੇਖੀ ਕਿੰਨੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਫਾਈਟਾਂ ਵਾਲੀ ਲਾਈਫ ਤੇਰੀ ਕਰ ਦੂੰਗੀ ਚੇਂਜ ਵੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਨਾਲ ਤੂੰ ਤੇਰੀ ਸੋਹਣੀ ਲੱਗੂ ਰੇਂਜ ਵੇ ਛੇਤੀ ਛੇਤੀ ਕਰ ਲੈ ਵਿਚੋਲਾ ਕੋਈ ਰੇਂਜ ਵੇ ਚੜਦੇ ਸਿਆਲ ਦੋਨੇ ਹੋ ਜੀਏ ਅੰਗੇਂਜ ਵੇ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਮੇਰੇ ਖਾਬ ਖਾ ਤੋਂ ਹੋਣੇ ਧੋਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਕਰਕੇ ਤਾਂ ਦੇਖੀ ਕਿੰਨੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਆਪਾਂ ਦੋਨੋਂ ਜਾਣੇ ਇਕੱਠੇ ਕਿੰਨੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਕਰਕੇ ਤਾਂ ਦੇਖੀ ਕਿੰਨੇ ਸੋਹਣੇ ਲੱਗਦੇ ਦੇਲੇ ਅੰਬਰਾਂ ਚ ਉੱਡੇ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਪੰਛੀ ਬੇਬੇ ਮੈਂ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਕੁਛ ਸੋਚੀ ਫਿਰ ਮੰਚੀ ਬੇਬੇ ਤੂੰ ਪਿੰਡੀ ਉੱਤੇ ਕਰੀ ਸਦੂ ਮੂਸੇ ਵਾਲੇ ਆਵੇ ਜੱਟੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਕਰੂ ਸਰੀ ਪੰਛੀ ਬੇ ਜੱਟੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਕਰੂ ਸਰੀ ਪੰਛੀ ਬੇ ਜੱਟੀ ਤੇਰੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਕਰੂ ਸਰੀ ਪੰਛੀ ਬੇ ਸੋਚ ਸੋਚ ਹੀ ਰਹੇ ਮੇਰਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਬੁਰਾ ਹਾਲ 
काश तेरे दिल दा भी होवे एयो हाल तेरे बिना केड़े कम मेरे ए गीत नी मैं ता तेरे नाल पौणी सदियां दी प्रीत नी सदियां दी प्रीत पौणी सदियां दी प्रीत नी सदियां दी प्रीत पौणी सदियां दी प्रीत नी तेरे बिना केड़े कम मेरे ए गीत नी